So namaste, welcome everyone. Welcome back to our uh, Boundless Yoga practice online. This is kind of like version 2.0. But the nice thing about this version is that I get to be outside on my deck. So if you're watching the video of this, you might see a few chickens that run around in the backyard sometimes. Hopefully they'll stay off the deck. Um, If you're just listening to the audio of this recording, then maybe you'll get to hear, you know, some bird sounds from the garden every now and then. And I'm just going to kind of wriggle around for a little bit. I've got a blanket underneath me, a bit of height to make my hips more comfortable. I'm still wriggling around to make sure I can feel my sitting bones underneath me. Uh, Because when I can feel my sitting bones, I know my pelvis is in neutral. And then I start to feel like my spine grows longer without too much effort. My spine goes longer. Some tension drops out of my shoulders. And we can start here by taking a breath in through the nose and doing a long, soft sigh out between the lips. And maybe we do that a couple of times. Starting to notice some of the sounds around me right now. I can hear the breeze in the trees. My next door neighbor's wind chime. I can actually hear some traffic at the moment. Probably less than there would usually be. And I can hear some bird sounds. But you might have some different sounds in your space. Whatever you can hear, let's practice not kind of grabbing hold of those sounds or trying to analyse them, but just allow them to help us come into the present moment. You can notice one sound arising, maybe a moment of silence, and then something else comes up. And we might start to notice the sound of our own breathing here. And we might take a moment to welcome ourselves to this practice. And let's start to bring a bit of movement back into the body so we could wriggle fingers, maybe toes. And start to roll the wrists around and loosen them, loosen the forearms. We might use our imaginary skipping rope, loosening the elbows. We take the hands under the shoulders. We might notice that we inhale when we squeeze the shoulders up and then we do a nice slow exhale as we release them back down again. Maybe we start to move into the head and loosen the neck. We could tip the head side to side or nod it up and down. We might even do a little twist through the neck, gently turning the head from side to side. We could pause in centre again at some point. And then let's start to roll around on the sitting bone. So circling the torso around over the top of the pelvis. We might start to feel some warmth and some contraction and stretch in the back and the sides of the waist. We could circle around one way and then go back the other way. And then maybe make the circles a bit smaller. We're starting to find that balance point on our sitting bones again. And take a moment to sit tall, follow the breath all the way in and all the way out. And then to even things up, let's change the cross of the legs. 
and it might take a little bit of wriggling around to get comfortable because this is the khaki cross that feels a little bit unnatural. And let's take the arms out to the sides now. We can let the fingertips just rest gently on the floor. And as we follow the breath in and out, we might notice that contact between the fingers and the floor kind of changes. We might find there's a little bit of lightness in the hands and the fingers when we breathe in. And then we feel them get heavier against the floor when we breathe out. We might kind of follow that sensation and have an aha kind of moment when we realise, oh, well, that's about my rib cage expanding and my shoulders rolling back a bit as I inhale. And then my rib cage softening again, my shoulders relaxing as I exhale. next time we feel that lightness coming into the hands let's use that to send the right arm up towards the ceiling and we could exhale and release it back down and wait for the next inhale breath let's send the left arm up towards the ceiling and release it back down and let's go back to the right side again waiting for that lightness of the inhale breath to send the left arm up and let's pause here. Sorry, I've got my right arm up. As we pause here and follow the breath in and out, we might find that we can feel that breath a bit more in the right side of the rib cage. We might find that we're starting to come into a side bend, leaning on the left hand and reaching the right arm over a little bit further with each inhale breath. And then maybe next time we're exhaling, we could reach that right arm away and back down towards the floor. And we might kind of feel like we're closing down the right side of the rib cage. And then maybe the next inhale breath feels longer and deeper into the right side of the rib cage. And then again, as we exhale, we could close it back down again, lowering the arm. And we might do that one more time on this side. And then coming back up to upright, we notice we're a little bit lopsided now. So let's tune back into the breath again and wait for that lightness in the hands to send the left arm up towards the ceiling. And we might pause here with the left arm reaching up and just noticing the breath come in and out of the left side of the rib cage. That's each inhale breath opening the left ribs a little bit further so that we start to come into a side bend, the right hand on the floor, the left arm reaching up and over. And then perhaps next time we're exhaling, we could release that left arm out to the side and take it back to the floor and notice how we kind of close down the left ribs. And then it might be a longer inhale, a deeper inhale into the left side of the rib cage as we send the arm back up again. We can do that a couple more times on this side. It might be a bit of a funny analogy, but I always kind of think Venetian blinds. Perhaps our rib cage is a little bit like that, opening when we reach the arm up, opening the Venetian blinds and then closing them down again. We've done three times on the second side. We could come back up to upright and maybe take a moment to roll through the shoulders again. And then let's take the hands back behind us, bring the knees up and place the feet flat on the floor, reasonably wide apart. So can we, we can do that windscreen wiper action with the shins, taking both knees to one side and then the other. Noticing the movement in the hips. Maybe going one side is easier than the other or maybe releasing the knees to the floor is harder than floating them back up. 
And then at some point when we've got both knees to one side, let's roll over so that we can come onto hands and knees. And I've got my blanket here still, so I'm going to take the blanket underneath my knees for a bit of padding. And let's have the hands a bit wider than shoulder width and the knees a bit wider than hip width to start with so that we could do a bit of circling around, a bit of swaying from side to side. Again, just loosening the hip, but now maybe also loosening the shoulders and maybe warming up the wrists because we're kind of changing where our weight is on the hands, shifting from side to side from front to back. We might even like to really change the position of the hands by pointing the fingers in some different directions, maybe out to the side while we're moving around. Maybe pointing the fingertips in towards each other as we rock from side to side. Maybe coming up onto the fists briefly and then lowering that back down onto the palms. And then let's start to walk the knees back in under the hips, the hands back in under the shoulders and come to a nice stable all fours position. We might tune back into that breath again and let the breath start to lead us into our upward and downward catch. The belly expands on the inhale and that could send the tailbone and the head up a little way. And then the belly draws in on the exhale and that might arch the back towards the ceiling. And we don't have to do our biggest or strongest upward and downward cat to begin with. You just kind of let the breath lead the way, let the body warm up. That's how the breath and our movement do that little dance together. The movement might encourage the breath to be longer and deeper. And the breath getting longer and deeper might encourage the movement to slow down. And now let's come back into a neutral spine again and start to do a little bit of rocking backwards and forwards between the hands and the knees. As we rock back into the knees, let's bend the knees and the hips more deeply and start to sit the buttocks back towards the heels, but then rock back up again. We might kind of take three or four or even five or six kind of rocks backwards and forwards before we eventually settle into a child's pose with the buttocks sitting back on the heels. When we get into our child's pose, maybe we feel like we need to rock the hips from side to side. We might take a moment to rest on the elbows so that we can pick up the hands and loosen the fingers and rotate the wrists. And then let's place the hands back on the floor again and let an inhale breath float us back up onto all fours. And let's come into a little bit of our hunting dog pose. So that's when we're going to reach away opposite arm and leg at the same time. We might just do one limit at a time first. So as we inhale, we could float the left arm out in front and up. And then release it back to the floor. And then inhale the right arm out and up. And then exhale, release it. And then same with the right leg, reaching back behind. And then the left leg. And maybe after we've had a little experiment with one limb at a time, we feel okay about doing two limbs together. So we could do left arm, right leg. And then right arm, left leg.
if you go a couple more times to each side, perhaps matching that inhale breath to reaching away on the diagonal. And the exhale breath to releasing limbs back to the floor. And when we've done both diagonals evenly, let's come down onto the forearms again. This time with the hips high over the knees still. And let's come into our little cat stretch here. We can stretch one arm away at a time. Maybe left arm first and release the chest foot towards the floor. Perhaps we're feeling something in the shoulder there or the front of the chest, or even down through the side of the ribs. We might spend a little bit of time on the left side and then switch to the right. And then maybe we go back and we do each side in turn again briefly, or maybe it feels okay to do both arms together. And then we might walk the hands back in towards us and let's walk them all the way back in so that we can come up into our high kneeling. We're standing tall in our high kneeling. It's like our little hill pose rather than mountain pose. Standing tall, spine long, shoulders relaxed. And then do a little rock from side to side and practice taking your weight on one knee and then the other. And then next time you're on the right side, pause there. We feel nice and balanced and strong here so that we can step the left foot forward into a lunge. We might do a little wriggle with the hips, rock backwards and forwards, wriggle the hips side to side, get them comfortable. And then pausing and finding our nice strong foundation here. So front foot connected to the floor, back knee connected to the floor. Shoulders relaxed and waiting for an inhale breath to send the arms up overhead. As we send the arms up, we might also kind of press down into the ground. So we're lengthening in both directions. And maybe we pause for a couple of breaths here. And then as we exhale, we could release the arms down to shoulder height and turn around towards the left. So coming into a tweet. We might let the right arm come and rest on the left knee and we might take the left hand around to rest on the sacrum. Maybe that kind of encourages that left side of the chest to open round. And then on an inhale, we could make our way out of the twist and the arms might float up again briefly before we exhale and release them down. And then could we walk this left foot around to the side and then stretch it out to the left side. So left foot planted on the floor with the leg extended, right knee bent. Let's come into some gate pose. So our first variation We'll be to wait for that inhale breath to send the right arm up towards the ceiling. Breathe into the right side of the rib cage or slide down the left leg. And then we can take that right arm to the floor or maybe you've got a prop next to you that you can use. And then inhale, reach the right arm up, or the left arm up. And then we could exhale, come back up to upright. Inhale, reach that right arm up and over. And exhale, right hand to the floor, left arm reaching up on the inhale. We might sway once more to each side. Even out of our two variations of our gate pose. 
And then let's come back up to upright and we could draw that left leg back in again, come back to our high kneeling. Ooh, and we're lopsided because we've only done one side, so we better do the other. So maybe a little rocking from side to side and then pausing on the left, finding our balance here so that we can gracefully step the right foot forward into a lunge and maybe a little wriggling of the hips here. And then finding our nice, nice, stable foundation underneath us so that we start feeling tall before we wait for that inhale breath to send the arms up and grow even taller. Remembering as we float the arms up and the hands reach towards the sky that the feet, the legs are grounded down into the earth so we're lengthening in both directions. And a couple of breaths here. And then we can release the arms down to shoulder height and turn around towards the right. And that left hand might find the right knee and the right hand might come round to rest on the sacrum. The right elbow coming round behind us to open that right side of the chest round. And a few breaths here. And perhaps we can feel a longer inhale breath coming that would bring us out of our twist and float the arms up towards the sky before we release them back down again. And then we could walk this right foot around to the side and stretch it out to the right side to come into our gate pose on our second side. So waiting for an inhale breath to send the left arm up and over, a little slide down the right leg. And then an exhale to take that left arm, a hand to the floor onto a prop next to you and inhale, reach the right arm up and over. And we could sway a couple more times to each side with the breath in and out of our two variations of our gate pose. And then next time we come to upright, we can draw that right leg back in, come back to our high kneeling. And then let's take the hands back to the floor again and walk them away a little bit further forward of the shoulders and tuck the toes underneath behind us. Let's sit the buttocks back towards the heels for a bit. We might get a bit of a stretch through the soles of the feet. And maybe we notice that we're starting to push with the hands already. And then if we push with the legs at the same time, maybe we notice that the hips float up towards the sky and we come into our first downward dog pose. And we might immediately have that urge to start paddling the heels, stretching the back of the legs. We might do a bit of rocking backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. And then we could walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. And come into a standing forward bend at the top of the mat. Again, maybe still rocking backwards and forwards on the feet. Maybe we pause to give the shoulders a wriggle and the head a bit of a shake. And then let's wait for an inhale breath to float us halfway up to standing. We'll take the hands onto the thighs. And hopefully you feel like the heart's opened on that inhale breath and the shoulders are rolling back and down. So we've made a bit of a tabletop with the back. We might follow a couple of breaths in and out here.
And then let the next inhale float us all the way up to standing. We can reach the arms up towards the sky. And then exhale, release them back down. And we might soften the knees, push the feet down into the ground as we inhale, reach up again. We might circle the arms around a couple of times, using the whole of the body. So pressing down through the feet when we reach up. And then next time we're releasing the arms down, let's find out to dasana here. So noticing how our weight's balanced on our feet. Noticing that the legs are straight, but the knees aren't locked. And pelvis hopefully feels like it's settled into a neutral position so that the spine can grow tall. Shoulders relax. Maybe there's a bit of softness in the forehead and the jaw. Might take a moment to follow the breath in and out. Let's roll together a few things that we've done already so that we can come into some sun salutations. Let's start with hands in prayer pose in front of the heart, following the breath in and out. At the end of your next Exhale, there's a little moment where you could soften the knees and relax the arms and then inhale, push down through your feet to reach the arms up and grow tall. Before you exhale and you fold forwards at the hips, folding all the way forwards into our forward bend, bending the knees enough so we get the hands to the floor and then let's step the left foot back into our lunge. We might pause in our strong lunge for just a moment. We haven't done one yet today. And then let's take the left knee onto the floor and press down through the right foot so that we can come up into our crescent moon pose, arms reaching up towards the ceiling in our lunge. And then as we exhale, let's turn around to the right and release the arms down. That left hand might find the right knee. The right hand might come to the sacrum behind us, so we're in our twist. And then as we inhale again, let's stretch the arms up, come out of our twist, and then exhale to fold forwards, hands to the floor. Tuck the back toes under to lift the knee, and then step back to our downward dog. We can do a bit of paddling of the heels here, a bit of rocking backwards and forwards. And then let's walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat, coming to our standing forward bend. And then let's inhale up halfway, make that tabletop with the back. Exhale and pause here. And then inhale and come up the rest of the way. And let's add in an imaginary chair pose. So bend the knees nice and deeply like you're sitting back in a chair. And then as you inhale, press down with the balls of the feet, reach the fingertips up and come into a little balance on your tippy toes. And then exhale, heels back on the floor, release the arms back down. And let's go to the second side. So inhale to grow tall, reach the arms up. Exhale to fold forwards and down again. Bend your knees, hands to the floor. Step the right foot back into your lunge. Let's pause in our strong lunge here for a moment. First one on this side. And then let's take that right knee onto the floor, round down through the left foot and wait for an inhale to come up. Arms floating up towards the ceiling into our crescent moon pose. And then as we exhale, let's turn around towards the left. We can release the arms down. The right hand might find the left knee. The left hand might find the sacrum. And then let's inhale to reach up again, come out of our twist. Exhale to fold forwards. Tuck the back toes under and lift the back knee so we can step back into our downward dog again. Maybe a little bit of paddling in the heels again here. And then walking the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. And then our inhale brings us up halfway. And another inhale brings us up the rest of the way. 
And let's exhale and sit back in our imaginary chair. Before we inhale and come into that little balance on the tippy toes. And exhale, releasing back down again. And let's go one more time to each side. So inhale, grow tall. Exhale, fold forwards and down. Bend your knees, hands to the floor. Step back with the left foot into your strong lunge. Let's exhale that knee onto the floor. And then inhale, come up to your crescent moon. Exhale, twist around to the right. Let the left hand find the right knee. And then inhale, come out of your twist, reach up again. Before you exhale and fold forwards, hands to the floor, step back to downward dog. And then walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. The inhale brings us up halfway. The next inhale brings us up the rest of the way. We exhale to sit back in our imaginary chair. And then we inhale to practice a little balance. And then exhale back to our Tadasana. And then last side, inhaling to grow tall. Exhaling to fold forwards and down. Bend the knees, hands to the floor, step back with the right foot. Exhale, knee onto the floor. Inhale, come up, arms reaching up in our crescent moon pose. And then exhale, twisting around to the left. Inhale to come out of our twist. We can reach up briefly. And then exhale to fold forwards and step back to our downward dog. And then walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. And let's inhale up halfway. Exhale and pause. And then inhale up the rest of the way. Sit back in our imaginary chair. And practice a little balance. And then finding our Tadasana again. We might pause and just notice before we do the wriggling around, straightening of the clothes, how have we landed in our Tadasana? So where has our weight landed on our feet? And our knees locked or unlocked? What's the position of our pelvis and our spine like? Where are our shoulders? Not that we're making any judgments about any of those things. I'm just noticing the effects of our practice. We might notice other things like our breath rate and our heart rate. And we tuck those things away in the back of our mind as interesting little observations. And then we might step the feet a bit wider than hip width apart so that we can circle the hips around. Like we're belly dancing or doing the hula hoop. And then we might just start to swing the arms around in some loose circles. So some loose twists from side to side. Making sure we don't have our feet stuck to the floor because then we'll end up twisting through the knees, let the feet kind of move. And then we can let the swinging slow down and start to walk the feet back in underneath us again. And maybe taking a moment again to notice how we've landed in our Tadasana, our mountain pose. Where's our balance? How's the pelvis and the spine and the shoulders aligned? And then let's come into some standing poses. So I'm standing sideways on my mat so that I can heel toe my feet out wide. And then let's turn the left toes to point towards the short end of the mat and kick the right heel back a little bit. 
we might notice that the pelvis is no longer square to the side of the mat. It is on a little bit of an angle. And let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. And we'll do some standing poses in a nice little sequence here. So following the breath in and out, let's wait for an inhale breath and let it send the arms wide at shoulder height. And then as we exhale, let's bend that left knee, find our warrior two. And then as we inhale, let's let the left arm float up. The right arm could just relax, reverse warrior. And then as we exhale, let's take that left hand or elbow to the left thigh and then inhale, reach the right arm up our side flank stretch. And then as we exhale, we could draw ourselves back up to upright into our warrior two. We could do that a couple more times. Inhale, left arm up into our side flank, into our reverse warrior. Exhale, left hand or elbow to the thigh. Inhale, right arm up side blank stretch. And then the exhale breath drawing us back up to our warrior two. And one more time with the breath. Reverse warrior. Side flank stretch. And back to warrior two. And maybe we pause for a moment in our warrior two. Legs strong. Spine tall. Shoulders relaxed. And then on an inhale breath, we could straighten that left knee again and exhale the hands back in towards the heart. And let's turn all the toes to face in the same direction now. You can release the hands down onto the hips. Follow a breath in to prepare. And then as we exhale, we can start to fold forwards at the hips. And maybe we take a few breaths to come forward. So we can take as many as we like. We might pause on the inhale or even come out of our forward bend a bit. And then let the exhale release us forwards again. And eventually maybe we take the hands lower down on the legs or maybe it feels okay for the hands to rest on the floor. Maybe we've got a prop nearby like a chair or a bolster or something for the hands to rest on. And then on an inhale, come halfway up to standing. Exhale the hands onto the hips again. And then inhale, come the rest of the way up. And then let's turn the right toes out to the short end of the mat. Kick the left heel back a little bit. Notice that the pelvis is not square to the long side of the mat anymore. It's on a bit of an angle. Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Tuning into that flow of the breath. And the next inhale breath could send the arms wide at shoulder height. And in the exhale, we could bend that right knee. And the inhale could send the right arm up into our reverse warrior. And then on the exhale, we could take the right hand or the elbow to the thigh. Inhale, the left arm up into our side flank stretch. And then let the exhale draw us back up to upright into our warrior two. And same thing again, inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, the hand or the elbow to the thigh. Inhale, right arm reaching up, side flank stretch. And then our exhale draws us up to upright into our warrior two again. And then one more time with the breath. Reverse warrior. Side flank stretch. Back to warrior two. And we could pause here, noticing those nice strong legs. Nice foundation underneath us. So the rest of us can stand tall and relaxed. And then an inhale breath to straighten that right knee. An exhale breath to draw the arms back in. Can turn all the toes to face in the same direction again. And then maybe one more nice wide-legged forward bend. The hands on the hips, following the breath in. 
And exhale to start to fold forwards. Then we might in our forward bend give the head a little shake or the shoulders a little wriggle. We might find that it feels nice to rock backwards and forwards on the feet. And then inhale, halfway up. Exhale, the hands back onto the hips. Inhale, the rest of the way up to standing. And then let's heel, toe the feet back in towards each other. And maybe not quite into hip width apart, but a little bit wider. So again, we can circle the hips around, a bit of hula hooping. We might do some nice loose twists, letting the momentum of the arms kind of swing us around to one side and then the other. And we might let the swing kind of slow down and walk the feet back in under the hips again. And maybe we keep rocking from side to side so that we can maybe start to peel a foot off the floor and wriggle the toes and loosen the ankle. And then same on the other side. It's kind of like we're really slowly walking on the spot, wriggling one foot and then the other. And then maybe a bit of rocking from side to side, getting smaller and smaller until we find our Tadasana again. And we pause for a moment to follow the breath in and out. And to notice again the effects of our practice. We're noticing the balance of our weight on our feet. The alignment of the pelvis and the spine and the shoulders. the rate of our breathing, the beating of the heart, maybe even noticing what's going on inside the head. Not just the physical heart right now, but kind of the emotional heart. And again, not making any judgments about any of those things. Knowing that when we take the time to make those little observations, we're very much in the present moment again. And then let's soften the knees, relax the arms, and then inhale to grow tall, reach the arms up. And then let's exhale forward and down, come to a standing forward bend briefly. And then we'll make our way down onto the floor into sitting. So you might do that by kind of stepping one knee and then the other down onto the floor. Or you might bend both knees at the same time, do a little bit of a squat. You might do what I'm doing, use the opportunity to grab your blanket again so that you've got something to sit on. And then let's come into our bound angle with the soles of the feet together. We might take a moment in our bound angle to fold forwards, kind of walking the hands down towards the feet. And then it might, on an inhale breath, feel nice to come back up to upright. And we could even take the hands back behind us. We might have the hands on the floor or we might interlace the fingers. You squeeze the shoulders together, do a little back bend. We might alternate a couple of times between those positions, folding forward, sitting up nice and tall with a neutral spine, and then doing a little back bend.
And then let's sit nice and tall again in our bound angle. And let's draw the left foot closer in towards us, slide underneath the right thigh. Hopefully that left shin and the knee can be comfortable on the floor here. And then we could pick up the right knee and put the right foot flat on the floor and maybe it stays in front of us. Or maybe we take the right foot all the way over to the other side of the left knee. So it's on the outside of the left knee and we really tangled up the legs. And this might be where height under the buttocks makes a big difference. And let's sit tall here. And then start to wrap the left arm around the right knee. So we come into a twist, turning towards the right. We might find the right, arm, the right hand's found a comfortable position on the floor behind us. A little bit of gentle support back there to help us sit tall in our twist. You might notice this is quite a closed twist. Maybe we're feeling some squeeze of those belly organs. We might feel like there's a longer inhale breath coming that wants to bring us out of that twist and it could turn us all the way around to the other side. And the right elbow might find the inside of the right knee and the left hand might come behind us to the floor as a bit of a gentle prop. And maybe this is a more open twist for the belly. I think it might feel okay to go once more into that closed twist, wrapping the left arm around the right knee, squeezing the belly organ. And after a few breaths here, we might feel like there's a deeper breath that's coming and it brings us out and we turn around to the other side again, nice open twist. And then when we come out of this side, we could untangle the legs again and find our bound angle with the soles of the feet together. Take a moment to sit tall. And then work out how we're going to tangle up the legs the other way. So we could draw the right foot closer in, slide it underneath the left thigh. Hopefully the right shin and the thigh and the knee can be comfortable on the floor here. And then pick up the left knee, put the foot flat on the floor and maybe it stays in front or maybe it goes all the way over to the outside of the right knee. So we've really tangled up the leg. Let's sit tall for a moment, follow the breath in. And it might be as you're breathing out that we start to twist around to the left, wrapping the right arm around the left knee. Giving the belly organs another squeeze here. Feeling like there might still be a bit of movement in and out of our twist because we're still breathing and the breath moves the body. And then we might feel like there's a longer, deeper inhale breath coming that wants to move the body all the way out of our twist in that direction and around to the right. And the left elbow might find the inside of the left knee and the right hand could be on the floor behind us. And a few breaths on this side. We might feel like we're ready to give the belly organs another squeeze so we could exhale, turn around to the left, wrap the right arm around the left knee.
And then perhaps a longer, deeper inhale breath coming. That sends us around to the right, more space for the belly to expand on the inhale. And then this time when we come out of our twist and we untangle our legs, let's stretch both legs out in front of us. Sitting in our Dandasana, our seated staff pose. We might take a moment to draw the toes back towards us. And then maybe we point the toes away. And then maybe we take a moment to kind of loosen the ankles, take the feet around in some circles and wiggle the toes. And then let's go for a walk on the sitting bones. So shuffling forwards on the sitting bones and then shuffling back. And shuffling into the right spot on our mat. So there's enough mat behind us that we can bend up the knees and then recline our way nice and slowly back down onto the floor. We've made it all the way down onto the floor. We might stretch the arms back behind the head and stretch the legs out long again. And then let's bend the knees up, bring the arms down. And let's bend the knees all the way up over the belly, hug them in with the hands. We can start to rock the legs a bit from side to side. And then maybe round in some circles, knees going in the same direction to start with. So maybe we start with both knees going in a clockwise direction. And then we might switch and send both knees around anti-clockwise for a bit. And then we might send the knees in opposite directions to each other. So one going clockwise, one going anti-clockwise, a bit like practicing breaststroke legs in a swimming pool. And change the direction. And then let's pause and take both hands to hold onto the left knee. Let's stretch the right leg out straight along the floor. Notice how that feels in the right hip when we've got the left knee hugged in, kind of stabilising the pelvis and the right leg stretched out. Or maybe we're noticing that somewhere different, the lower back. And then let's swap the legs over, draw the right leg in, swap the hands, stretch the left leg out. And then let's swap the legs over again, draw the left leg in, stretch the right leg out. And this time let's hold on to that left leg with just the right hand. Let's stretch the left arm out to the side and then start to draw that left knee across the body with a bit of guidance from the right hand. Let both legs and the pelvis roll over to the right. We're rolling into a twist. And maybe when we get there, we decide, actually, I want us to do something different with that straight leg. I want to bend it up. Or maybe we decide, actually, I want to do something different with my back arm, with my left arm. I want to bring it down a bit lower than shoulder height. Or I want to have it a bit higher, reaching up past my ear. We might experiment with a few different positions of limbs in your twist, noticing how that kind of changes the intensity of the twist. Maybe it changes the position of the twist through your spine. And then we could roll back to centre and let's hold on to the right knee and stretch the left leg out long along the floor. And let's hold on to the right knee with just the left hand. Stretch the left, uh, the right arm out at shoulder height. 
can we start to draw that right knee across the body coming into our twist on the other side again when we find our twist we might find actually i need to reposition legs to be a bit more comfortable here or i need to reposition arms we might play around with a few different positions when we're ready we could roll back to center again and release both feet back onto the floor and we might pause in our easy rest position for a moment so the feet flat on the floor the knees bend the arms are comfortable distance from the sides of the body and follow the breath in and out and again take a moment just to notice those effects of our practice on our physical body, on our heart, on our mind, and noticing if there's something else that any part of us is calling out for us to do, some other movement, some other stretch, some other way of propping ourselves. Before we start to make our way into our final shavasana, our final relaxation. we do feel like coming into our final relaxation maybe you do that with the knees bent i've got my knees bent i'm actually taking my feet a little bit wider than hip width apart and let my knees fall in against each other i'm taking the time to wriggle my shoulders down away from my ears i've played around with how far out the sides of my body my arms need to be so that my shoulders feel the most comfortable. So taking the time to align yourself nicely. Perhaps you grab a prop for under your knees or behind your head, a little blanket or a pillow. At some point, you've aligned yourself nicely and supported yourself so that you can find that comfort and ease take a moment to follow your breath in through your nose and a long soft sigh out between your lips you might even feel like you need to do that a few times following the breath in a long soft sigh out Maybe at first you're letting go of some tension from your physical body. You might feel some tension drop out of the hips or the lower back, out of the thighs, the shoulders, maybe out of all the muscles of the face. Maybe as you start to notice some softness come into the physical body, notice a bit of softness come into the heart. Maybe a bit of quiet come into the mind. It doesn't mean the mind is going to go silent. Pretty impossible to stop the mind from thinking it's just what it does. Or maybe underneath that layer of thinking, there's a quieter layer. I might start to notice sounds around us again.
I can hear the breeze in the trees. Every now and then I can hear some bird noises. Maybe there's some other sounds in your space. And perhaps as well as those sounds, the sensations in the physical body, in the heart. And even our observations of whatever random thoughts are popping into the mind might express a little bit of gratitude to any or all of those things. Because when we make those observations, sit back and just notice them. We're very much in the present moment again. We're not getting caught up in analysing any of the sounds, any of the sensations, any of the thoughts. Just sitting back, watching them come and go, arise and then disappear. I give you absolute and total permission and you might see if you can give yourself absolute and total permission to just be here for a little bit longer. Sitting back, watching everything come and everything go. Now there's no need to open our eyes just yet. Your practice is nearly over for this morning. So it is time to remember the time of day and the place that you're in. You can start to wriggle fingers and toes. Let the head gently roll from side to side. We start to move into arms and legs, rotate wrists and ankles. You might like to stretch everything out. Maybe you even have a big yawn. You might do a big sigh afterwards. You can hug your knees perhaps. You might roll over to one side and take a moment there just to collect yourself back up again. Remember, don't leave anything nice behind on the mash. 
bring it with you. And if you're ready, you can use your hands and arms to help you to make your way up to sitting. Sit however is comfortable. You might take a moment to bring your hands into prayer pose in front of your heart. Lay your head down towards your hands. One last observation of the effects of our practice on the physical body, on the heart and the mind. One more opportunity to exercise, not making any judgments about any of those observations. Just tucking them away perhaps in the back of the mind is something interesting. We can release the hands out to the sides and take a nice big inhale breath. Reach the arms up, blink the eyes open and exhale the hands down again. So Shanti, peace. Thanks for joining me this morning.